warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. I was sleeping with a loaded gun. I was scared of all the things I've done. Here we go. Six minutes past the hour. Need to breathe. Money and fame brings us back. Come on, Sacker. I was chasing down a Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy all here. Eddie Van Adler has the YouTube option for you as we start a brand new hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. I made enough to make a gun gun proud. Money and fame. There ain't no doubt about it. Welcome back for a brand new hour, rocking mic number two for 25 solid years. Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, honored and privileged to do so, and uh, thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba family. Okay, a Canadian update. Oh, man. There could be a positive here. We go to Canada, 30 million people strong. The Canadians, here we go. Uh, Bubba, the Canadian youth, Canadian (laughs) youth, 200 young people, young Canadians, they are so terrified of climate change. Oh, boy. Greg, you're going to love this. They are participating in Climate Strike Canada No Future, No Children campaign. Wow. So these young people are vowing, which is great news to their parents, by the way. (laughs) That they will not have any children until something's done about climate change. About I don't know about that? you. If my 17 year old yeah. daughter wants to scream in my face, I will not have a baby. I'm all in. It's going to be a while before we work out this climate change. <laughs> right. You're going to hang in there. All right. Now, this, first of all, is about as is so dumb it makes well, my head hurt. I mean, hurt, when do they decide that it's uh, go time? They, when do they go, okay, everything's good. They now said we're breeding. <laughs> well, Greg, here's, the, here's their very unspecific answer. Are you ready? It's very broad. Ready, back to breeding. They, they, <laughs> we're all back. They, they have pledged that they will not have children until they are sure that the federal government is taking action on climate change. Now, who do they think? That, I don't know how they get that assurance. I, I don't uh, know. I know. Uh, that, you know. What's the markers they have to hit when they go, okay. Y'all. Y'all, this is, what what they're doing to kids with all this is, is it really they ought, yes, somebody yes. ought to go to jail. You know, it. yeah. Um, Climate crisis. Guys. So there, there's mm-hmm. there's some manipulator that's involved with this. Um, Half of these in, yeah. participating, yeah. they don't even know why. But their spokesperson <laughs> is the very wise 17 year old Emma Jane Burian. Okay, the the girl with braces. Yeah, she says she's had 17 years on this earth. Right, and she says. I have a line I want to use, but I'm not yeah, going to because okay. I am growing. Uh, but anyway, she says, you may think that we are incapable of making such a choice. Yes. She says, I don't think you're too young to listen to science, Bubba. I'm so sorry. And make decisions about that for yourself. I'd like to know what science you're listening to that makes mm. you think that you don't. You need to make a vow to never have any children because the climate change is going to destroy the earth, and you don't want to put your child in the middle of all that. Well, and two le- – let me just—I hate to play the numbers game. But is it Emma? Is that her name? Emma, Emma Lim. Em, yeah, Emma, Emma Lim. Uh, L-I-M. Emma Jane. 
Emma Jane Burian. Okay, well, there's another one here. EJ. Emma Lim, who's okay. they're, they're quoting. A lot of here. Emma's up there. A lot of Emma's. Mad about what the weather and ain't going to have kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Canada's got 30 mil people, okay? About the size. <laughs> I of, think I know where you're going. <laughs> uh, yeah, about the size of California. Right. Um, if if Canada, if your politicians voted to completely do away with fossil fuel, which mm-hmm. you know leaves you with a couple of problems: no airplanes, uh, right. no, yeah. no no submarines, no ships. But mm-hmm. other, than, other than that, okay, we'll Pretty just skip effect. over that. Right. Um, say you got to this theoretical uh, zero net, you know, greenhouse effect. Mm-hmm. It's not going to matter on the big picture because you're too tiny of a country. Right. To matter. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to be mean. You're just saying if it did matter. Yeah, I'm not trying to be mean. And I'm telling you, even the U.S., we're we're only a drop in the bucket. If you don't get China, India, Russia, some of those guys involved, you're you're just, you know, you're just. Farting in the wind. You know, I was going to use some other example, yep. but you know what? That would cover right. something, yeah. you know, with climate. It and, could have been worse. And, uh, yeah, methane there, Greg. And that, exactly. Really, it's a, that's a nice little slogan. I think we ought to go with um, it. But, but, Bubba, you make the point. First of all, and James Spann has said this, too. It's knocked almost all of his hair off his head. People don't understand the difference in weather and climate, <laughs> and they don't understand the difference in nations and the world. Okay? They just don't understand. I mean, the concept – and I wish, Bubba, that you would go on tour. We would miss you, but I wish you would go on tour. <laughs> and all you did was show the size of the sun compared to the size of the earth. That, and, 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 and then Have say, y'all seen the pictures we've been getting in the email? Guys, do, y'all, do y'all have is any that one idea? Dot, is that real? Do y'all, do y'all have any idea how much just the slightest wobble in our orbit is going to change the, oh, yeah. the, the climate here? And if you want to talk about climate, climate's over long periods of time. <clears throat> and James Spann, meteorologist, said right here on the show – just last week, and ran off the hottest September's on record, and he ran them off through centuries. Nineteen twenty something. I mean, he went he went back to the twenties, then he jumped over to the thirties, and then to the fifties, and then to. I mean, it, it just and and that's if you're assuming that they were actually measuring the temperature you correct, know, correctly, correctly. Right. Which we've only had weather records for about a hundred years, and we know the early thermometers were not. That's I mean, Dennis they, Miller. I yeah, mean, they he were, summed it up about as good as I've ever heard it summed up. The, they you were remember? mercury in a test tube. I mean, it wasn't really accurate. You know, I, I would say up to the thirties or forties. Well, I've said really we've good. said this before. If you understand samples, which apparently I'm not sure Emma does, but <clears> she's 17. But, but. If you this is a time if you want if you're a climate changer you're gonna to have to rearrange your whole worldview in several areas to make it all work. Yeah, the, you got conflict. You got to come off the old earth. I'm sorry if you want to try to make a case and you yeah. say we've been keeping weather records for a hundred years and the world is is 65 billion years old. Well, you got a problem. Yeah. That, problem. Well, that's a tiny little sample. Yeah, right. you that's, really would be better off. And I know you may think somebody might call you a Jesus freak, but you could really be better off. To say I'm a young earth, I'm a young earth person because I got news for you: a hundred, a sample of a hundred out of six thousand is a much more accurate sample than a hundred out of sixty-five million. Yeah, I mean, really, just from a numbers, just a numbers game, it gives you a little more credit, right? But Rick, this is it. This is a quote from the uh, from the first Emma. Okay, okay. She says the ultimatum not to bring children into a planet that she considers to be overheated and overcrowded is a sacrifice she is willing to make to bring about the change she wishes her elders would. Has Emma ever, like, went out into the vastness of Canada? (laughs) 
There's there's only thirty million people in a place that could hold. <laughs> my goodness, I mean, oh. yeah, I mean, easily. I, she, if she it ever, is not even kind of overcrowded. Let me tell you something, Emma. If we have any kind of crowding problem, problem, can we see Canada? Y'all got room. <laughs> Y'all got plenty of room. Yeah. Rick, my goodness, their, just go to Montana. Yeah, Rick, their hashtag. Yeah. Their hashtag in this campaign: no future, no children. Well, you know what? Things have to change generationally. And if we could make sure that these people, if they don't change their worldview, if they're going to be this stupid for the rest of their lives, I hope we don't have them produce a generation of more stupid people. So, if they don't want to have kids, right. I'm in. You're right. It, it kind of goes back to my theory. On well, now, Rick, yep. Yep. after her 17 years of life. I know. And let's, okay, let's say 17. A good and her vast, 12 or 13 of that was spent like not even caring about anything. <laughs> So it's I, really less than that. I would love to tell you, Emma, this is Rick Burgess from the Rick and Bubba Show, where our podcast starts this week. Would you like to be interviewed on it? Uh, yes, Mr. Burgess. <laughs> Emma, can I ask you something? When, when you said that, you don't, that you're that you 17, but you can understand science, what science are you speaking of? <laughs> Did you go on YouTube and watch a, pe- a lot of people who believe what you believe tell you what, that what scientists who believe in climate change, what they're saying? Did you, did you do any kind of critical thinking? Did you hear any uh, climatologists? Uh, and scientists that have talked on the other end that say this is a theory that's unproven. Did you measure all that out, Emma, or did you just go on YouTube and Google climate change? It's very important for us to know this. Huh. You now, know, Rick, did, the- did you look at each view? Did you th- did you kind of logically think through some of this? Have you ever thought about the relationship of the sun to the earth? Have you ever asked the question how the ice age melted with no industry? There's some. Have you done any critical thinking about this at all? Yeah. Rick, uh, apparently you can go and sign up to take this pledge on the Green Party's website or the a website they sponsor. And the campaign launched Monday, and as of noon yesterday, they had 190 people who had taken the pledge. Right. Well, that right there is going to change it. Yep. You're talking about a whopping 190? No, yeah. <laughs> right. They're, they're going to turn it around. I'll tell you what. Yep. What a movement. Yep. It's going to be something. But don't you also risk the possibility, and I hate to bring this up, that one of your kids might come up with the answer for this said problem if it does exist? Don't get them on that. They can't think that through. This is when they'll tell you they're only 17. Yeah, but you got climate change figured out. Well, you know what? This is a good attitude to keep till you get in your mid-20s at least. Right, absolutely. Maybe find your husband. Then y'all talk. I hope you can stay committed through college. Yep. Uh, We'll take your phone calls next. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The old phone troll music. That means it's the first phone troll of the day. A long distance, All right, so here we go. Let's 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 get to the phones. At eight six six, we be big. We'll start uh, with um, Blake out of Dothan, Alabama. Blake's listening to us on one hundred three point nine News Talk. 103.9. So let's get started. 30 seconds of pop buzzer sounds. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. All right, Blake, what's on your mind today, brother? Go. Well, somebody in Canada needs a Nobel Peace Prize for finally figuring out how to keep stupid people from breeding. <laughs> you know what? This is actually should, genius. Should we not study this in the schools the week before prom? <laughs> 
Uh-huh. This is better than our program we came up with called Toddlers for Teens. Right. Yep. Right. This we make was, them babysit two weeks before. That's yeah. it. Yep. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to uh, David in Guntersville. David, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. I just want to say as a Republican, I uh, fully support their decision not to have children. But I also want to say these kids must have not traveled anywhere because you can just travel to middle America and just drive around, and you can drive for days seeing nothing but grassland. Well, they're in Canada. Don't forget that. They're in Canada. I mean, you're, you're talking, talking about, about sparsely a place. Oh, my God. There's only 30 million people in this gigantic country. I mean, you know, Rick, Joe Biden's going up there. He's going to put 60 million women to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Red, I got that one. Hey. 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 He just had some gravy. He'd be ready. Oh, Let's go to uh, Elizabeth in Northport. Elizabeth, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, I was just calling from Northport. I saw on uh, Twitter this morning that Ed Buck was finally arrested and wanted to see what you guys take on that was. Yeah. Who's that? Democratic donor. Uh, the, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. the one Bubba uh-huh. was just talking about. Yeah. Yeah. How he, many crackheads can overdose in your house before they're ready? <laughs> yeah. Good night. I think well, at number mind. three, they that finally three. raised yep. him. Yep. You, know what three. I was, you know what I'd say to John Legend? You know what I'd say to Wendy O. Williams or whatever her name is? Well, it's actually Wendy Williams. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy Williams. <laughs> 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 the plasmatics. Yeah. You, you know what I'd say to Wendy Williams and to John Legend? Well, undoubtedly, he must have been a person of privilege. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. he, it looks yeah. like it. I mean, how many people got OD at your apartment before you get arrested? Well, they finally, I think you finally drawn the line. To go, this guy might be a drug dealer. Yeah, you think? And why has he got billions of dollars to keep donating? He's got today? a lot of issues mm-hmm. if you read articles. Yeah, <laughs> he's eat up with them. Yeah. Out. No, not yet. No, no wave I'm, yet. I'm watching for the wave. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to Brian and Trustful listening to ZZK. Brian, go ahead. You got 30 seconds. Hey, I was going to say if, that, if y'all get that little girl on the show, you might ask her how Venus got all that greenhouse gas and their climate ran away from them up there with all them people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, so we 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 stopped the show right now just for a second because we have a special birthday week. We do. And, and and we have to say happy birthday right now to Maddie Hams. Madeline turned 7 today. Can y'all make 7 what? years Maddie, old? Maddie, Maddie, why you bugging? Maddie, Maddie, why you bugging? This is the thing she loves. <laughs> yeah. Like. When you're happy loud. birthday, Maddie, Maddie. <laughs> it doesn't seem like 7 years. Remember we all piled in my car and wrote yeah. yes. the hospital. Yes. yes. It does. That picture of Adler holding her when when uh, when she was just born yeah. is uh, is look at that. I've really made strides There's with the trio. Her. No, I tell you, I ho- right I ho- there in the center. I hope she's allowed Maddie monologues all day today to talk to. She's done. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I want to probably let her say what's on her mind. I want to tell her that uh, Jack and Leo said happy birthday. Oh, that's my true. two dogs, right. they she, really hit she it. She wanted off. to keep them, and you wouldn't yeah. let. I uh, I felt I felt big time yesterday because she was talking about. One of us were going to eat lunch with her, me or Amanda going to eat lunch with her today, and she just straight up said, I want Daddy coming. I want oh, Daddy boy. coming. Oh, boy. I just got to feel good so about did. that. It How did. about that? So okay. I'm getting her favorite, which is Chick-fil-A nuggets with Polynesian sauce. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Polynesian. So Bring some of that for I will, me. Uh, I'll take that to her, and we'll have a good lunch, and I'll be around a bunch of other kids that – uh, that'll be fun. Bunch be loud, of, yeah. loud, bunch of them. Yeah, right. Bunch of them. That'll be a bunch. Love of you, Maddie. Love Hope you have Maddie. a great day happy at school. Birthday. Maddie, happy birthday, Maddie. Maddie, Maddie, happy birthday, <laughs> Maddie. This is Bubba, and I'm not being loud. <laughs> I'm being, being quiet. calm. I'm being very calm for your birthday. To the phones, we continue. Eight six six, we be big. Let's go to uh, Cody out of Hoover. Cody, you got thirty seconds, buddy. Go ahead. Morning, guys. How y'all doing? Good. Great. Yeah. 
Hey, uh, so I, I'd like to get all of y'all's opinions on this. Um, I feel like uh, racism is, is, is thrown out. The term is thrown out so much. And Rick, you even said this earlier. It is people are so quick to rush to, to saying it. Do y'all feel like people are starting to go against their morals and their beliefs just to where they're not going to be called a racist just for the fear of being called a yeah, I think that applies. Uh, I, you know, I guess you could find examples of it when it comes to the fear of, of being called a racist. You one hundred percent find it, and sadly, even in the church, for fear of being called called mean or homophobic, uh, or if you if you if you have any commentary now that there's a standard uh, that is not our standard that is is God's standard, even within the church, because you you would kind of think that people knew if they decided to start going to a church mm-hmm. that that meant these are people that say well you would hope, uh, then we have already decided that we believe in God's standard because the church that was established was established by the word of God that we now look in and find God's standard on everything else. Does that, that sounds pretty mm-hmm. simple what I just said. Yeah. It's like if you're going to join the club, you look at the you look at the owner's manual to right, see right. you know what their beliefs are. But, but what we have found is people will just go right into the church and they'll just defiantly uh, live openly in conflict with the with the word of God, and if you have the audacity to your point, Cody, to say, well, morally we believe that God's standard uh, does not allow this. Well, oh, buddy, I mean, you get, get ready for the get ready for the social media attacks and get ready for this and that. Uh, so yes, I I think Cody, yes, because of some people cannot stand up and just take the heat. There are people that would rather compromise publicly. Now, they may not compromise it privately. Of course, they're going to have to have a hard time if it's faith-based with Christ. Pretty simple mandate on that, that he's not really big on you denying him publicly, but getting back behind the doors privately and say, hey, I'm still with you. Uh, but Because he says people who truly have experienced him wouldn't do that anyway, so it's usually a sign of unbelief. Some people say, why do you think Jesus says he's not going to acknowledge people in front of the Father who have uh, – who have not uh, acknowledged him publicly. I said, that's not like he's taking away somebody's salvation. He's saying if you don't acknowledge him publicly, you probably never experience salvation. He's not going to mm-hmm. have that dilemma because you're really not one of his. But, yes, Cody, people will compromise morals to go along and stay out of, of trouble's way. Yes. And that's why people try to make it so difficult for you to make a stand against them because they want you to pay a price for it. They've been successful with it. That's why they keep using it. But if you compromise that, I don't know what you gain. Comfort, I guess, for a moment. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Here we are, 35 minutes now past the hour, Rick and Bubba Show. As we make our way back, we thank you for being with us. Wednesday Bible Study back today, noon Central Time, live on the YouTube channel. Then it's archived not too long after and available on all our social media platforms and our podcast channel and also archived to the YouTube channel. All right, so uh, Relief Factor, glad to have them uh, partnering with us. And, boy, we're, we're, we're loving them even more and more uh, the more that, um, that we age. And, and, you know, if you want to try to stay active at all, uh, you know, sometimes uh, a little overexertion or something like that causes a little pain as well. Relief Factor is here to provide a natural solution uh, to a lot of the chronic pain that you may be struggling with out there right now. Now, certainly, 
it doesn't work for everybody. If it's tied to inflammation, I think you're going to see some relief here. Uh, some people are saying in the emails that we get, it has completely given their life back to them. Uh, I love the product. I take it on a regular basis. And if you would like to find out whether it'll work for you, just go to relieffactor.com. You get a three-week trial pack for nineteen ninety-five. It's got an omega-3 in it. It's got resveratrol, curcumin, uh, icarin, uh, these four natural supplements uh, that are, and it is botanical-based. Some of you asked me about that before, uh, that will be working uh, to naturally help your body uh, with its natural reaction to inflammation uh, and that inflammatory response in the body. So a uh, three-week trial pack available for you now for nineteen ninety-five. In three weeks, you'll know whether this works for you or not. If sadly it doesn't, then you're out nineteen ninety five. If it does, then you go ahead and order more like we do and uh, and enjoy it. Relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So now we know that anytime Mike Leach has done something, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get bombarded and it's gonna be all over social media and emails. If you Mike Leach has done it again. He's a lot of fun to interview. We tried to steal him to the SEC and, and it didn't work out on some of the coaching opportunities that were available but not yet i was about to say there's there's probably going to be more uh that will come around but anyway mike leach i remember one time he was asked about which coaches he thought were the toughest and like a battle a battle royale Mm -hmm. uh in the pac-12 this time he was asked which mascots in the pac-12 did he think would be the toughest if there was some playoff on the there was one standing Mm -hmm. mascot yeah who would win a fight yeah yeah yeah. so here's mascot brawls in the pac-12 right first of all what kind of mythical powers does a sun devil have we've got to consider that (laughs) i'm going to say the wildcat's out uh the trojan is he does he have a horse or is he on foot does he have a bow and arrow or just his sword the bruin definitely formidable another bear up there at cal uh, the tree, I imagine that tree's going to get chopped down. It's unless we're going to go with the bird and somebody might get pecked or something. I don't know. The duck might lose interest and just fly away and get out of there, which may be good advice under the circumstances. Uh, the husky, no chance. The beaver, well, we'll see how long that beaver can hold his breath. Um, the ute, again, we're back to, uh, is he on horseback? Does he have a bow and arrow? Did he trade for a rifle? I mean, you know, because if that youth's got a rifle, there's some definite problems. You know, you'd have to get one of those Harry Potter activists to read up on how you kill a sun devil because there's a lot of uh, outside stuff there. As far as a beast alone, uh, a buffalo's going to be pretty hard to tangle with. I mean, a a buffalo's utterly outstanding. Did I leave any of them out? The Kugel find a way. Uh, clear-minded and crafty, a combination of stay out of harm's way and mm-hmm. and uh, and attack when you get your uh, your chances or your openings. So, so there we go. Guys, that's so he, excellent. He, he's Just predicting as that, as be. that his mascot would win. Well, finally, well, he don't know about the Sun Devil. He's got to get some clarity. Well, you got to figure that one out. Well, don't, sure don't don't for, beast the beast on beast, he said. Just uh-huh. staying with the beast. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, remember, don't forget – a part that's funny here that no one's even drawn attention to. He asked if I left anybody out, and it's his own mascot. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, yeah. so if I left anybody out, yeah. your mascot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the cougar. What about that one? <laughs> right. But, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, so there you go. So he, he um, he's um, – he's and always we, good. And we try to sprinkle Mike Leach. We could do this every oh, yeah. every beginning of every week after his little press conference, but I know Greg that'd make Greg mad. Well you Greg, got, are you cooling on Mike Leach? I'm not I mean, cooling you're, on you're usually, that was good. you and Hams are usually the first one that'll go, Well, I'm tired of something. Yeah, it's that was good, heavy. but a lot of times they're I think that we can overdo him. 
I think it hurts a little bit if you get him every week, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it just depends. I mean, he usually delivers. I'll say that. Yeah, to me, it's all for me. It's content. If it's funny Mike Leach content that I'm in, if it's just Mike Leach and you listen to him and you're like, eh, he's been funnier. Yeah, but like he had me at you know trying to figure out what a Sun Devil. Yeah, that was yeah. The mythical, yeah. when he said mythical powers of the Sun Devil. <laughs> I mean, okay. I'll, I'll admit there. I went into it thinking I wasn't going to be like it, but I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, did. I, I will say this: if there was, if you had to, if you had to pinpoint one guy that you had to listen to their press conference every week, and nobody's holding us down and doing that. Let's play the what if game. We mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Who would be your coach that you would listen to every single week? You could only listen to one coach. Well, you have be, to take it. It, it definitely might be. Yeah. My second one might be Nick Saban. Uh, no doubt I, I about it. I was going to say, yeah, two different ends of the spectrum, but that, that would For be mine. That would be mine. Yeah. Unless yeah. Miles would be a third. All right, what yeah. about this? Mike what, Gundy's one. What if, what if, what <laughs> yeah, if, I like uh, the mullet. <laughs> yeah. But if you said that you could, you do, your question was it can only be one. Only be one. Yeah. yeah. If I put together a, a team of Avenger press Ooh. conferences, I can get those, those pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's but good. if I just had to narrow it down to one, because the he seems to deliver the most often. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just keeps my. He's interesting when he talks football, and he's interesting when he does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. See, I would like Mike Didka. You know, but he's not coaching. What? Yeah, but world? I mean, if are we going back in all time? Oh my god. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just I, saying. I'd like the butt who I think I might get Spurrier then. <laughs> who? Who? How I about I'm going with Vince Lombardi? <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. I might go Spurrier. <laughs> Spurrier. I kind of Rick, like New Rockney. I know the name. Speech alone. We're going to get him on a run? We're going to get him on a run. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just thinking. <laughs> what about Papa Bear Chicago? <laughs> hey, Papa John Bear Heisman. Heisman. So, oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know we were tying it to just current. I was just yeah. thinking if I was sitting in the locker room, who would I want to hear? My favorite did current. There's so many. And this being, yeah. I don't know why it's the shortest one, but when that guy asked him a question, he goes, Why do you care? <laughs> so so oh, that no, one, I there's love, something about that, even the shortest. Why do you care? <laughs> the shortness of it you love? I love it. You know so, who else had good ones? Was it, is it Jim Mora? Yeah. He would get together. deprecating <laughs> well, I mean, what? what? What about the guy that – Playoffs? <laughs> yeah. What, what about, about the guy that won Super Bowl Kansas City? They're uh, killing the squatting. Yeah, what oh, is his name? Uh, Hank Schramm. Hank Schramm. Schram. 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 What's yeah. his name? Hank, Hank, yeah. Hank Schramm. That'd be a good one. Yes, he would. Uh-huh. Yeah. John Madden. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. See, so really, many. if you say See, not coaching – Grant wouldn't say much. He just wouldn't let you have a coat. Right. Bill Burgess. I tell you who it wouldn't be. Yeah, really. It wouldn't be Belichick. No. No. You talk about a wet sock. But look but look at this. Look at his crazy success. Oh no, he's great. No, no, no. He's questioning that. No, no. Yeah, but maybe you need to be that way to be but his 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 personality. Good night. We I mean if you if okay, let's just say you didn't know the history of the NFL and the wins and losses Mm. and and you heard a little snippet from all these coaches Mm -hmm. we mentioned. And you said one of these has absolutely dominated the NFL. Yeah, I, 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 Belichick would be like pick fifteen, and I would put them all up there. And I said, and you, and you said, now tell me who. I said it's the guy in the sleeve of sweatshirt down there that, that looks uninterested in being here, <laughs> and his hair's messed up. Right? But yeah, his hair's messed. He looked like he just got up off the couch to draw a play up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this: Is he that? Is he that way internally? Also, is I he wonder. just? Or, or I mean. Well, of course, I saw Rob Gronkowski being talk, yeah, interviewed right. after he right. after he retired, and he seemed to indicate that yes, yes, he, yeah. he, I mean, he literally said that he would walk past me like in my heyday and not even speak. To <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he said he seen him walk past Tom Brady and not even speak. To yeah, <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> yeah, so how 
how is that motivated? I mean, how do you you just? I mean, it goes kind of against our our internal logic on, well, on what makes a coach and a motivator. I think I think yeah. what's happened, and I could be wrong. I may I don't know enough about him on on how he interacts with players other than that interview because they didn't really get into like I wish they would have got into. But what makes him great? Or if they decide <laughs> to let you go, does he does he tell you ahead of time, or do you ever get warned by him, or yeah. do you show up and your bags are packed? That's you know? usually you show up and your bags. I are think packed. Yeah, yeah. it has yeah. nothing to do with the coach. Usually yeah, don't zero even tell tolerance. You. Yeah, I think I think what you find now, Speedy's veering into it. I think he has a system, like most great coaches do, and this is how we do everything. Zero exceptions. Yeah. And uh, you either be a part of it or not. Yeah, and he he's not afraid to get rid of you if he didn't like your 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 underperforming. I'm talking about he would get rid of Tom Brady yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, he doesn't do this thing like the Giants are into where you end up with a quarterback that has a name and he's not really producing anymore, and everybody's afraid to bench him. Yep. Now, of course, the Giants are benching now, and we'll we'll get into yeah. that. But but he would he would get rid of the the most the biggest star in Patriots history tomorrow if he thought he was underperforming. Or he didn't know how to act. Well, guy, he, yeah. he, I mean, he took the guy who's the hero in one Super Bowl and benched him. Yes, he did. And, and never said why. Right, right, yeah. yeah. And I so forgot it, his name. It goes, yeah. it goes back Bentley. to this. He really uh, has the corner from Liberty. Bentley. Yeah, the, did the pick oh. yeah, with a lot, not Bentley, with a lot less drama. The Antonio Brown move, perfect example. Everybody told him not to play Antonio Brown. People said it, it'll be a, a, a public relations nightmare. Mm-hmm. He didn't remotely care what anybody said. <laughs> now, I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm just saying he doesn't care. Yeah. What other people yeah. think he should and, do, and the jury's still out. That chapter's not written yet. We'll, well see how. It but plays. he seems to be the kind of guy that that has taken, and it's much. It's a different look as far as the drama and the hype and the celebrity. But what he's really seems like to me is he's the ultimate. What the Raiders used to be, just win. Yeah, just win. Just yeah. win, baby. We're, we're, we're going to put together a system that wins. We're going to put the players in here that'll help us win. Malcolm. I'm not emotionally attached to anybody. Uh, I'm not against anybody because of yeah. where, what they did somewhere else. Yeah, I'm I got, I've got, I'm like a mad scientist of football, and I've created a system that my team will win more times than they'll lose. And if you fit what I need, you can stay. Yeah. If you don't, you can go. Yeah, that's Ma- it. Malcolm Butler. There's no emotion. Butler, that yeah. non-emotion <laughs> means he's also not emotionally attached. And I'm not saying this is a good thing in right. life. Right. I'm just talking about in football. Yeah. He's not emotionally attached to anything other than a W. Yeah, that's it. And so, if 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 he's had a relationship with you for fifteen years and you have a bad season, he's not sitting in his room going, "Man, that's going to be uncomfortable." Yeah, he just gets rid of you, mm-hmm. and then he gets somebody else, and that motivates the players because they know he'll do that. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you, if you want to say I'm going to like be drama to Belichick, what what does it accomplish? It goes back to why it, you know when Israel changed their policy on hostages. Mm-hmm. If you take a hostage from us, we come kill everybody. And if you kill the hostages, you just do. But no, we're coming to kill you if you take them. So everybody goes, why take them? Yeah, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is eight minutes to the top of the hour, 25 years of the Rick and Bubba show. You're unbelievable. As uh, we make our way back, so we'll get into this other story uh, in the sports world, but I just had one of the golden ticket seats people show me a story, speaking of Tom Brady and the Patriots, that now a former center uh, said that it was that they're so committed to, to trying to give Tom Brady the best situation that he grew tired of, I won't use the term they used, of the centers having very sweaty rear ends. Uh, and, and he would require them to, he would dump, baby powder down the back of their pants 
or sometimes put a towel in the back of their pants. And when, when this center complained about it, Belichick said, whatever he needs to get a dry ball, we're doing. So, uh, so, so they, he, would, he would make sure the center's rear end was as dry as possible hmm. in a sweaty situation. <laughs> So, now, when was Tom Brady was putting the powder down? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how how was that being applied? I mean, uh, I, I guess the, you just open up right here and do a dump right there in the back in the butt end of it. <laughs> of the I, I assume down. that would be on the sideline in between series, maybe right? in I mean, the dressing room before you go out. Room, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so he's he's saying that uh, that and sometimes <laughs> sometimes a, a towel would be put back there, right? If, right. if you're if you had too big a Problem with butt sweat. <laughs> well, I imagine there is a lot of sweat. Yeah, yeah. Early in the year, especially. Yeah. Oh, look about the third quarter. Uh, about about late in the third, that reaching down in there to get that ball is uh, you're going down into the swamp. <laughs> well, you know, we, we've seen a lot of Patriots uh, games at the end of the year in the playoffs. I mean, it's so cold. You, you're talking about ice then, you know. Yeah. So not an issue. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, that's funny. Uh, but uh, the NFL, it is official. The Giants will bench Eli Manning. And those of you that are Giants fans, or maybe you're a Duke fan, and uh, you've been uh, you've been pulling for the opportunity for Daniel Jones, that opportunity will be this week. Well, I, th- I think here's a fair question. Eli Manning has proven himself. He's had a great career. He's earned over two hundred and fifty million, won two Super Bowls. I think he was the MVP of both of those. Um, and you know the Giants are not they're not winning right now. They're zero and two. And I'm sure the coach is feeling some pressure to make a change because he wants to keep his job too. But if you, if you, is the problem Eli? I think that would be my first question. Um, or are you just going to have a rookie quarterback now who's getting killed also? You know, I mean, well, yeah. that's what Terry Bradshaw, Terry Bradshaw said if he were Eli Manning, he would pack his bags and leave. I don't know that it's that simple, but let me, but he unpacks that a little bit. He said, look, even we just mentioned the Patriots, even if the Patriots, can't protect Tom Brady, and, and if they don't continue to put people around him that excel, uh, he he's not accomplishing what he's accomplishing either. Either and we've talked about this a lot. Uh, football is the ultimate team sport. Uh, he said um, uh, he believes you got to stay with an older quarterback just from the skill set. But he's basically saying if you took, I'm not sure I agree with this, but he said if you take Eli Manning, put him on the Patriots, he's not having the disastrous time he's having with the Giants. It's not that he's that bad a quarterback. Is that the team only has a a dominant dominant a dominant running back, right? But they don't have yeah. the other skill sets around him. And he said that's a bigger problem. And then that goes to what you're saying: Are we now going to take a rookie quarterback and put him out there with an offense that doesn't have but one weapon? And are we expecting a different result? What would Eli Manning look like if he was the starting quarterback for the Cowboys right now? What would he look like if he was the starting quarterback for the Patriots right now? I mean. I don't know. The, the, the coach said he, he talked to Eli, told him that they were making the change. He said he was going with Daniel as a starter. Eli was obviously disappointed, as you would expect, but he said he would do what he's always done, be a good teammate, continue to prepare to help his team win games, and I'm sure he will. Yeah, he seems to be a pretty you know class act as far as how he handles himself. But um, you know, we'll see how it goes. I, Look, the guy holding the clipboard is always the answer. I got that mm-hmm. to the fans, but they, I, I really think the Giants have more problems than than the quarterback. Well, they better they need a defense number one. Yeah. Peyton, I mean, uh, Eli can't do anything about that. By the way, Peyton has a show on ESPN Plus called Peyton's Places. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Yeah, it looks good. It's very good. By the way, the um, I was didn't he get benched last year? And the guy that benched him got fired. 
I think. Not, that's not really why, but then he got the job yeah, back. Yeah. That happened. It was like for a week or two, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, he yeah. needs a fresh start somewhere. Yeah. Was it the end of the season two years ago when it broke the record for consecutive starts? Didn't yeah. he have like two hundred, two hundred thirty-two? Well, I, I'm, I have no agenda against Eli Manning. He's won two Super Bowls, and that's a lot that anyone else would you know can say. He's a Hall of Famer. He's got two MVPs. He'll he'll go in the Hall of Fame. But I I do not agree with the assessment. That if you put him over on the Patriots, the Patriots will be just as good. No, I don't either. Yeah, it, it, Tom Brady. When is you get a system, the greatest and, ever played, and you position. get and you get a team, all those things are working together like Pistons. And if you take a quarterback out and say, "Well, he's talented, but so's this guy. Let's put him in." These are human beings. It's not a video yeah. game. Um, I think there's a certain chemistry and the way things roll I, I don't think the Patriots would be as successful I don't think the Cowboys in their current form would be either but I do think there are teams to Bubba's point that you could no insert doubt. him in today no that he would be much better for and do a better job no than doubt. what he's doing I'm not, now I'm not trying to insult the quarterbacks who are there saying anybody could do it I know. but what, I, what I'm saying is Peyton is running for his life he's Eli. throwing I mean Eli's running for his life he's got people in his face when he's throwing Tom Brady couldn't do any better at the Giants with that team he's got right now is what I'm saying. I don't think. I think so, he's just in a bad situation. I do think Tom Brady's yeah. a better quarterback than Eli Manning. No question. So let me get this right. So but, Eli but I Manning, do agree with that. Eli Manning is going to stand on the sideline and make about 700000 a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, $17 million, I think. Pretty good is, gig. So, His 16th I mean, season. I mean, yeah. I, I, that's house. what I'm talking about. He's been around for a while. And I, you just wonder if he'll just call it quits there or if he'll just keep making the money there because really if – You've accomplished what he's accomplished, Super Bowl winner, MVP, and all that, mm-hmm. and then the 16 years in the league and the money he's making. I, you you kind of wish he could have called it quits on his terms and not been forced out like this, uh, but do you just stand there and keep earning money? But have they tried to do that yes. the last year or so, uh, yeah, and right. he just said, no, I'm going to keep playing. Let, uh, let, me, let me ask let you me this, say too, this. For the If two- you want me to be a great teammate, let me tell you how you can do it. <laughs> $700,000 a week. I can be a tremendous teammate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, guess, I, I guess you're one snap from going back in. Right? Yeah. 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 And you, you, wouldn't be, you wouldn't believe the teammate I did. did y'all, what's left on his contract? I'd be did a phenomenal, phenomenal teammate. Uh, I'm not I don't, sure. T- 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 mm-hmm. Because he know. could go across uh, town and oh, the start this weekend. right now. Yeah. Well, the Giants, okay, he, Peyton can't help what the defense does, to your point, Hams. Or Eli. Eli, I mean. I messed you up I'm talking about Peyton's places. Eli. The Giants have scored 31 points in their first two games. Yeah. Not enough to win, but still, they're, it isn't like they're the Jets. Right. You know. <laughs> Top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes. Rick. Let's go! Let's go! Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Atten. There's old Hash Brown Hero. We'll get to your phone calls this hour, and he's ready to go. Earning his degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Uh, welcome back for a brand new hour. Put your hands together. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Well, glad to be here, Rick, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Ow! How bizarre. Well, well, well. How bizarre. How bizarre. A look around the wagon. Baby. baby. I said it's making me crazy. It's making me crazy. Every time, every time, every time. Every time I look around. That wacky 
Bubba, we put this under the wake up call. You know, we talk, we do a lot of stories that go, please let this be the wake up call for, for someone this time, maybe a wake up call for a couple. I'll take Greg's mic, pot it down. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'll see how the other guys fare and I will handle this with kid gloves, but I think you'll get the idea. Uh, we had a couple, uh, this was a story from, uh, happened yesterday. Uh, we never got to it, but it's become a bit of a bigger story for obvious reasons. As a matter of fact, I have friends that really love the wacky world segments and mm-hmm. they've now sent it to me several times. Yeah. They're going to love this. Uh, we have a couple that was arrested in Florida, uh, here, don't forget this term late Friday. Uh, now you think you have it all figured out because they were arrested for riding their bicycles while intoxicated. All right, so let's let's stay there a minute. Is that what happened to her face? Did she crash? Yeah, yeah, they they. And that's what I was wondering, but I think so. Uh, so, so one of their bikes did not have lights, and they were driving at night. The other only had a headlight, and what I said, the couple had been drinking at a nearby bar. I guess they thought they were trying to be somewhat responsible and drive a a bicycle home. Thankfully, not a not a uh, not a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were cans of beer in the man's backpack. Uh, and, road, Rick, and, the and so they failed the sobriety test. All right. When they failed it, now here's where they, believe it or not, this story is about to get even worse. And here comes the ultimate wake up call. When you think about maybe you're letting your life get away from you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and here we go. Uh, the couple were now placed together in the back seat of the patrol car so they could do all the paperwork and call everything in, and to keep them from being a, a nuisance once it had been determined they had broken enough laws that they needed to be carried in. Well, um, they saw the uh, back seat as an opportunity versus punishment, mm-hmm. uh, and they begin to do what drunk people do sometimes when placed in tight areas that involves intimacy. Uh, so now in the squad car, in the squad car, in the back seat. So now, Rick, when one charge is just not enough, when one charge is just not enough. Now, yep. now at this point, yeah, I got an idea. If, if you if the deputy then pulled the man out of the car, uh, and now keep in mind with no clothing on at this point, mm-hmm. or at least pants, <laughs> allegedly shoved the deputy to the ground and ran off naked. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so I want you to picture this. If if you're just the guy, okay, you're 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 Aaron Seth Thomas, okay, because oh, wow. uh, your name, by the way, your family, and, and Megan Lynn, you're in here too. Uh, I can't pronounce your last name, so good news for your family. But um, so you're you're in trouble with the law, okay? You're you're on bicycles, tore slam up from the bar, mm-hmm. and you've put a few cans in the backpack for good measure. You were almost hit by a car. Yeah, you've almost so what started all. That? Yeah, you almost were hit because you don't have lights on the box like you're supposed to. Now the police has come there, really just want to talk to you about your lights, and then they've discovered you're drunk on the bicycles, and so then they say you failed all sobriety tests. You're now going to be arrested for not having your bicycle properly lit, and now you're 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 intoxicated driving this vehicle near a road. Y'all get in the back seat, and we'll be right back with you. So the police is already angry, and you're already in trouble. How that becomes a moment where you say, "I tell you what, I, I tell you what, if you're up for it, so am I." Uh, and 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 then both people agree that the the squad yeah, you'd think car that'd be the, la- the furthest the, thing the, the squad car, and 
They said, sadly. Ricky, it screams romance. Back I then. mean, oh, doesn't it? Let me tell you something. Um, <laughs> nothing like bulletproof glass. <laughs> well, we have it here. Well, and uh, and there you go. Well, let me ask you this. He talks about how he he pushed him down right off. They didn't have them cuffed, evidently, or they're extremely flexible. No, they did not have them cuffed. I think mm-hmm. that is, as you said, Greg, obvious here. Yeah. They found Thomas Slater, forget, no clothing on, behind an ice cream store. <laughs> yeah, we love how they, they threw ice cream store in there. Look, you got to you got to give the, you got to give the police <laughs> trying to give some ice cream. Can I give the police props here? They did learn. They said this time they placed them in separate police cars. Hey, I yeah. think that's a good adjustment, right? You know what I mean? I mean that's uh, now. Do you call the rookie to handcuff the naked guy? Because I'm not touching. Yeah, him. the low man. The woman, know. by the way, when they moved her to a different car, Say as if as, it, as if you man. would move a dog in heat. Uh, they were moving her to a different car. Uh, she kicked two of the deputies in that transition. Mm, wow. Sure she did. And uh, so I can't even read all the charges against them. Yeah, there's one of them here that I'm curious about, how it got in the list. You mm. see the one I'm talking about? Well, I see lewd exhibition. That's uh, a good one. Threats against public officials. Yeah, attempted right. escape. Resisting arrest. Theft. Exposing right. and then, yourself. And then the, the next sentence. Oh, my goodness. The word unnatural is in here. I wasn't going to scream that, but. Uh, well, I wasn't going to. I mean, unnatural, we can let well, everybody details. paint. You can. Yeah, what, I mean, what do they mean by that? I don't want to know. I'm with you. I think I would just let that lie. <laughs> I'd throw a couple of guesses out there. Thank you, Greg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so. so maybe, maybe there wasn't as much room back here. Well, the <laughs> there's definitely not going to be enough room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, seriously, the picture. What happened to her? What was what well, that? It looked like she fell off the bike prior to getting that, arrested. It looks or, like she fell off the bike, or, or maybe got something going or, or maybe what we can that? draw these scars to the word unnatural. Yeah, I, 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 just, I, yeah, I think you I, might be onto something, I, Rick. I, I don't know. I mean, I is that? Let me tell you what. Right there, you realize how long it takes to fix that being out there. Oh wow, Rick. Yeah, mm. I, I want you because there was a point when they sobered up. I want like, you. Uh-oh. I want you to think about how many friends you got, how many family members you got. Um, wouldn't surprise me if they both taught Sunday school together. Uh, <laughs> All right. I mean, well, look, you, you, you never know. So, um, <laughs> earlier Greg said he'd like to interview both of them sober and see what they think. Yeah. You know, if you sober all, man, Greg, I have to agree with you. I'd love to sit down and go, we've all sobered up now and, uh, give me, your we got, we got our band-aids on <laughs> and, uh, I, now I'm here. Uh, I represent RBU Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, yeah. and uh, and I just like to I want let's let's talk this out. T- tell me what in your world? We now, I understand a lot of our local police cars have a plexiglass divider in it, so yes. you, you actually are separated. You can't that uh, could not take place in some of our time local they will cars. For that car, yeah, this. maybe they need that add on. Well, let me tell you, whatever well, town I, I think it, just in this Florida town, they're help. adding that to their huh? a pair of handcuffs may have helped. Or not. Well, Greg, you, you sort of think, and I know it wasn't, we realized it was wrong. I got it now. But you sort of think, let me tell you one thing we don't have to worry about considering, you know, how much trouble they're in right now. You just would think you wouldn't have to worry about that. I know. Oh, that's you're right. But You're right. Not that. You know, if you had a couple of rival gang members, oh, you'd, you'd separate them. But or, or maybe, but you got a couple that's drunk on bicycles. You're, you're thinking, all right, they're in trouble. A lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Right? They're you, scared to death back there. You would think that wouldn't you know? feel romantic. No, it's normally not. Well, and, and romance probably doesn't apply to this. Rick doesn't sound like. I don't know. Police car passion, Rick. <laughs> Phone calls are next. Well, they at got 86- a story to tell, I think. Yes. They do.
they end up getting married. They're kids. How did you and mommy meet? Well, um, we were riding by. <laughs> it all started on a nice stroll on the bicycle. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes uh, past the hour the Rick and Bubba show phone troll time at 866 we be big your phone calls coming in now plenty of room for you uh, we got the hash brown hero and that'll be uh, that'll be taking your phone calls now at 866 we be big uh, and uh, we'll do 30 seconds pop at the end of 30 seconds there's old buzzer it sounds we'll move to the next call now what does that mean for you well good news that means that uh, there's more lines available uh, and uh, we got 10 lines here, so we do a bigger sample, easier to get in. And then uh, if you're s- sitting in line ready to talk, ask a question, bring something to the table because of the buzzer, we start moving through the calls uh, quickly, and then uh, we'll get to you uh, you know, in a little smoother pattern. So we'll start with Mark out of the great state of Illinois. Here we go, trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Mark, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Go ahead. Good. How are you guys? Fantastic. Good. Hey, I, uh, my wife likes to purchase a lot of different things with this I knew I bought a thing. Say it again. And so she brought home a, a couple of different cereals from uh, General Mills. It's called Fillos with an F. It's like uh, cream-filled goodness. Some of the best cereal I think I've ever had, and it handles real well under milk. Right. Never heard of it. Yeah. Never Cookies heard. and cream and cinnamon roll. Never. Did he say fillows? I, I think yeah. or sillows. He said something with an S, right? He said with an L. And where did he say he was getting this from? Was it one of these that grocery deliver pl- things? Is that what it was? Just one of those? We didn't learn a thing. Well, I, yeah. I uh, Tracy and Coldwater. Tracy, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, I think I've got an idea on the bicycle situation. Mm-hmm. They're sitting there in the back of the car. He looks over, sees the blue lights flashing in her eyes, and starts singing, I fell in love in the back of a cop car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't hit. That's it true. Was. Yeah. It you know, maybe that. this is more common than we think. Yeah. The, um, but, you know, Adler actually said in the break, he said, you know, think about it, guys. They both know they're going to jail for a long time. They're going to be separated. He, yeah. said, he said, you kind of you almost understand. I mean, we drove right past that no trespassing sign. So, so Keith Urban wrote a song about it. Yeah. Found, found love in a couple. Oh, yeah. There it is. Uh, but they were humming. Uh, Greg and Hayden. Greg, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 <laughs> seconds. Go ahead. What was that? Humming. Uh, like humming. Me of another song that... Uh, uh, from a few years ago, uh, third rate romance, low rent rendezvous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. <laughs> that, that was sitting in a cop car in a tiny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Bradley Muscle Shoals, <laughs> listening to us on WLAY. Bradley, 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 go ahead. Hey guys, how y'all doing this morning? We're great. Good. Hey, I was just going to call and see if uh, Greg and Bubba were as lucky as I was and got to watch The Bachelor in Paradise that just ended by osmosis last night. It ended by what? 
Well, I, I was watching it by osmosis, like you guys. Oh, oh, you, you know, because the wife you know, I, no, and it I, ended last night. Thank goodness. Yeah. Oh, it did. Was I, I really yeah. didn't get trapped in that this time? Thank goodness. Now, what yeah, is the, what is this one? What's the difference? They in this? take all the losers and throw them on an island. <laughs> yeah, and see, see if anything <laughs> comes out of it. Good night. Yeah, I have not it's seen that show. I think it's probably even a, a step below the, yeah. the oh. other one. So. Yeah. yeah. And look, and they'll just, it's like they bring animals in and and, and leash them once at, <laughs> one at a time. They have a certain group there and then they'll get these uh you know romances going also the new person will show up they'll yeah, go right. oh that's what so-and-so from the other episode and then that stirs so they run and then they'll wait a while and they'll release another one into the wild so they run through <laughs> they run through the bachelor and the bachelorette and then people who never get picked or never win they throw them all on the yes. island and say let's see what happens I yes. think yes. So. Gracious. I think so. and there's no winners just you just try to make a connection <laughs> and be a couple wow wow patty in Birmingham, Greg, Pat- you know a lot about it. I have not followed it, but I that think you're is right. Bizarro. Yeah, I think it's even stranger than the other. As strange yeah. as it is, yes. I was about to say. Patty, go ahead. Good morning. I just wanted to share with you that I did see on the news the couple in the back of a police car. He was handcuffed, and when he pushed the deputy down and ran, he ran with the handcuffs on. So he was also charged with theft of property. So he was. So that cut. may explain that one charge. Well, he had to be one of those people that can get their, you know, their hands in front of them. You know how you you have somebody handcuffed and they're real flexible and they have the cuffs in front of them mm-hmm. to pull off all he pulled off. I mean, come on, <laughs> there's no way he's handcuffed behind his back. Right. By the way, just uh, just to warn everybody, if you're looking for this story, go to show notes. Do not dare. Uh, Google couple and handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't do that. Do not. I just made that mistake. Do not do that. Yeah. Wow. Do not. And it do did that. say in the story her face got scarred up for for resisting arrest. That's when they tackled. Oh, okay. Her. She was trying to flee. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's, I had another theory on that. Yeah, I did too. So yeah. that's why I was wondering. Mm-hmm. Brett in Gardendale. Brett, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? If I could just got him to turn the hey, siren on. Good morning, on gentlemen. Hey, hey. I wanted to see if you guys could tell me the story behind Bubba's intro song. I hear it every morning, and I don't know the story behind it. Like, like, well, there's no one particular song. Do you mean the fact that we do an intro song? Are you talking about your no, intro? Introducing Bubba the Silver Tongue One. Oh, that's not a song. Not a Master song. of the Cons English. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That, that's a monologue. That, yeah, that, that's not a song. Yeah, that that is just a, an intro. It's a monologue. Yeah. Uh, it, it just okay. goes. It goes back to when he uh, when he started uh, as the engineer and a character on the show, mm-hmm. and so when I would bring the character Bubba the engineer in, I would introduce him that way for Good Old Boy Theater. Mm-hmm. That's it. And and it just stuck. So when it's we started introduction, do, yeah. So so when we started it's doing a song. when we started doing uh, the show, just as Rick and Bubba, we just kept it. This a lot of people song. don't know it's actually a haiku. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly <laughs> yeah, that goes back to pre Rick and Bubba the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bubba the character. Eight six six. We be big. Uh, we go to uh, we go to Tim in Mississippi. Tim, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Good morning. Hey. Happy 25th, Green Acres. Oh, First thanks. For- What's on your mind, Tim? Well, climate control is one heck of a birth control, that's for sure. But if people would realize God is the one that uh, controls the climate. Yeah, yeah, I, I I would agree. You know, with that. we we agree. Yeah, 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 we agree. That, that's, that thank you. Uh, that was uh, same guy by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we continue. Henry, I love phone calls. What Nick, time is it? It's a little early. Yeah. You talking state the obvious, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> 
we could do a new character. Yeah. State the obvious Tim. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I couldn't right. think of his name. <laughs> that would have been. All right, let's go to State the Obvious Tim. Rick, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. God yeah. made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you know, you like I they <laughs> bring something for the first time that, they, they, that yeah. everybody's heard a million times. <laughs> we go to Henry <laughs> in Columbiana. Henry, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Henry? Henry? Yeah. Boy, Any man that. the size of Vinnie Seven Court has an idiot as a lawyer. Uh, all right, uh, let's go to Arnold in Georgia. Arnold, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey man. Hey buddy. Listen, how in the world did they know that they were in the back seat of that dad dumb car doing what they were doing? Did they? Well, I would. I'm just going to go ahead and stop that. Uh, I, I think. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I think if something like that is going on in the back seat of a vehicle that you're standing next to, is you you figure it out pretty quick. Yeah, you don't have to be a medical doctor, right? Uh, let's go to Bo in Greenville. Bo, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Good morning, Green Acres. Thanks for the call. Go ahead. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Thank May you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you. And be gracious unto you. Thank in you. In Jesus' name. Well, I appreciate that. That's very I, kind. I that was very Thank nice. Thank you. Very it, kind. Yeah, very sweet. The, the reason yeah. for Paul's is that, you know, we, we see the comments from the call screen or what the topic's right. going to be yeah. about, yeah. and yeah. that... I didn't follow that. Yeah, that, 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 that would be done. That. Th- that was that was too <laughs> and very kind of him to do it. But if yeah. you saw what the yeah. subject was, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. were a little at off first. Guard. I thought he was making fun of the other guy. I, 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 I really right, did at right. first. Right, well, Pete, Tim, very good nice. call. Very yeah. kind. It was very kind. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. As we uh, as we continue, here we go. Remember when it was this September. MyPillow.com, excited to point you to a brand new section on the MyPillow website. It is called Radio Specials. Now, you say, well, Rick, haven't you talked about this before? Well, some people haven't heard it. So just stay with me. Have you? Well, if you've heard about it, have you moved on it yet? You go to Radio Specials there at MyPillow.com. Now there are huge savings on all of the MyPillow products. Now all the products come with a 10-year warranty. They all come with that 60-day money-back guarantee. If you don't love them, uh, you can certainly send them back for a full refund. Uh, but you will love these products. And there's big savings available to you right now. If you go to MyPillow.com, look at Radio Specials, click on that. Uh, and then put in the promo code Bubba, and you have access to some great savings. Some of you may have been putting off these products saying, hey, they're a little expensive for me. I know they're great. I'm looking for them to go on sale. Now's the time. They're on sale. So go to MyPillow.com and look for radio specials. Use the promo code Bubba. All right, so I want to talk a little bit about, uh, and then we'll get into some other stories here, but um, you know, RBU, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, starts this week. And, Bubba, I talked to them a little bit Monday when you were out about how um, you, you know you and I are, are walking into this this world of of podcast and and all of that and now doing an original podcast. So you know a lot of this is going to be it's not new to us, but you know some of you out there may be like us trying to figure it out. Some people have been asking some questions, and so Blaze, uh, you know TV, who we you know work with and have a partnership with, and you can see an hour of the Rick and Bubba Show commercial free on Blaze TV if you're there. And of course uh, they've worked with us on taking it out to YouTube live and archived and and now you know when we start doing the original 
podcast. So uh, I'll speak the language that all of you would know. Uh, it, it looks like the, they'll publish uh, the first episode coming up this Saturday, and it will be published at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern, 5 o'clock Central. So some people have been asking about that. So there you go. To to listen to it, it is available wherever you get podcasts, period. So wherever you go to get podcasts, this will also be available there, and certainly it's going to be available on the Rick and Bubba podcast channel. That's what this piece too. of paper says. That's what it says. So it'll be available <laughs> iTunes, Google Play, iHeart, you name it, it it's all there. Uh, so um, and, and you'll just search our names. Uh, and you'll see Rick and Bubba and Rick and Bubba University will come up. So there you go. And, of course, the way to make these things work, uh, because, you know, the world we live in, we've never, never held this from you. Uh, technology is great, but for technology to survive, there must be some way to monetize it. And so in order to monetize it, you got to have a big audience. Uh, so they say go, go in there and like it, share it with someone, leave a positive review and, and a rating. And that's the kind of stuff that'll keep this thing driving and keep it out there. So that's good. And and uh, and then of course you can also watch it on the YouTube page, our YouTube page, if you prefer. It'll be published there as well. So uh, so we'll be setting that up. And uh, if you have a BlazeTV.com, our Blaze TV subscriber, you can also watch it there as well. They'll be they'll have it as part of the Blaze TV subscription. Also, remember every Saturday uh, it will be there, and uh, the first one is scheduled unless we don't get the job done or something, it is scheduled <laughs> to, to be published this, this weekend. And, and, and the more feedback you give us, the better on emails to kind of – because the, the thing, this, this podcast, and this is why Bubba and I have been a little reluctant, is because I said this to Bubba in an email today and we were discussing it. In our opinion, we've been doing podcasts before podcast was cool. Yeah, really, mm-hmm. I mean, our show That's is very podcast-like, mm-hmm. but the, the the format of the podcast world is a little bit different. It, it, a lot of people love them and listen to them. I listen to a lot of podcasts because the beautiful thing about a podcast is I can go get the type of content I want when I want it in long form. So, uh, so, but we want it to be. We want it to provide something that we're not already providing from the show. And and we had one guy that was a podcast. A consumer that said, "Well, I'll tell you why it's going to be different from for us." And he kind of laid out some stuff, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, we can take a topic and instead of looking at the clock, going, "We got to wrap this thing up in in ten minutes," and then there's going to be a pause, and then we'll come back and have to set up again. What we we're talking about that this format lends itself just a conversation that starts and ends. So, uh, so there is a so we're definitely going to have some fun with this four eleven the hunted this week. Mm-hmm. So Bubba and I are basically yeah, I, I think we just I think we cannot move forward without covering. Well, what this you're going to do? You know what you're going to yeah. do? You're going to go, you know, if, if, whenever we're like hanging out and do stuff, you're just going to be in that world. This this will basically be Bubba and I on his pontoon boat going, man. What about that four eleven? Yeah, or at lunch, you know, or at lunch or something like that. <laughs> and and if we and, and it also will be a good place once we figure it out. Um, you know, we're working on that. There, there's there's times, and I've said this before, when guests really don't have a problem being on the show, but they can't be on the show the time we want them to be on the show. Uh, and they will say things, well, now we could tape an interview. Well, in the past, we're not coming back to the work taping an interview. We're just not going to do it. But if we could say, well, how about this? They they tape their podcast on Thursday at this time. Can you do that? And if the guest says, well, yeah. Well, then, see, that might be a place to, to interview guests. And, and as this guy who sent Bubba and I an email about it, he said, then we can interview a guest and not have to worry about we're trying to hawk your book, but at the same time trying to be done when the segment's over. You've only got one segment. That this time we can kind of ask more questions and get more information. So, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it works. And 
Uh, we just, you know, as we've always been, and Bubba, I give you credit. You've been the guy that that kind of gave us this menta- mentality early. You know, there's you got it. You got to be available in whatever the the modern time is calling for. And you got you you can't uh, sit on the bench and say, well, people are throwing content out in in a way that people are getting it, but we're not going to. Uh, be that was me. Yeah. Well, you were got you know, syndication. You oh, got. Okay. Remember when nobody wanted to syndicate us because they's worried they's worried about the old local station and that's I it. And know. and you were like, well, you know. And then you were the guy. You know, the I don't need it. too much credit for anything, Rick. Well, I'm just saying <clears throat> your your mentality has always been. I know. I, if if yeah. people don't want to hear what we do, I'd rather it be their choice, that's not right. somebody else's. And that's I had some other examples I was going to use, but I realized I probably don't need to. Right, right. That's, right. Uh, yeah, but that's why I jumped. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, well, I'm just saying sometimes yeah, right. sometimes there's a mentality of you're clinging to something and you're becoming delusional about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, like a want. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And, and you're saying, you know, no, no, those things. No, that's, that's, that ain't gonna do it. That ain't going nowhere. No, just because you know that it may affect what you need to do, and sometimes you just got to say, "Hey, guys, you know what? Let's 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 draft with all of them, and the ones that stick, stick, and the ones that fade away. Look, the mini disc didn't make it, but we tried it, <laughs> huh? We, 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 no, it was. I tell you what, though, it built a technical bridge that got us where right. we are today. Yeah, there's without it, people never would have ventured into that. And Look, all that other stuff. before before you had podcast. Before you had, that matter of fact, we're going to have a podcast on that one time. I want you to listen to this. Before you had podcast, before you had YouTube, before you had any way really to archive a show, it was unheard of. Bill Bubba Bussy came up with a way to record our show in long form, creating an archive. Yes. Okay. Creating a a podcast, for lack of a better term, as far as archives go, where the entire show was archived and was replayed overnight on a videotape. Because the only get, thing it would record that long. Because yep. you know we do a talk show format, so that you got to have a lot of room to record the whole thing. So Bubba was providing archives before providing archives was cool. So this is a, how about this? It's a lot simpler to do it now than it was then. Oh, buddy, push a button. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hard drives? Come on, <laughs> hard drives were a game changer. So anyway, uh, hopefully it'll be successful, and uh, hopefully there's enough of you out there. Uh, you know, the bottom line is, like Bubba just said a minute ago, thank, thankfully, with this technology, we're in a world now where the Rick and Bubba content is provided uh, for you in and, and, and any kind of way you could possibly ever want to consume it. And some people say, well, I prefer this. Well, good. Then stay with that. Yep. You know, do what, do what you prefer. We want it to be there for you. And this is a little different. Now, look, you know, Bubba and I, with our, our degree in common sense, you know, we, we did say a couple times if – the only way somebody listens to the show is on the podcast archives. That is a new ar- a podcast for them, and we just finally have given in and lost that battle. You know what I mean? It's like because my biggest concern was what else do you want us to say if we've been talking for 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 sixteen segments a week every single day? Well, what 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 else? Are we, I, are we I think say? when we did our pilot practice, when I covered that a little bit, yeah. Uh, but we'll have fun with it, you know. It'll be or as we say, when when what five hours a day, five days a week is just not enough. That's right. <laughs> Or for us, it would be four, I guess. Four hours a day. Yeah, Bubba, the whole and I, show. Bubba and I sit here and crank out four so hours So I was trying a day. to decide which one to use, yeah. you know? Team Rick and Bubba cranks out five yeah. hours a day. You know what we're saying? If that's not enough for you, we got a little more. Here comes an original podcast every week. And we're trying to get the guy who, who is behind all this on. Now, granted, it's a last-minute request, but we're trying. The 411 guy? Yeah. 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 We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes.
minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. All right. Um, more phone calls coming in. Well, I'll tell you what, based on the email we just got, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, really going to be... Greg, I think you're going to like our podcast. It's going to be very coast-to-coast. It's going to have a coast-to-coast element to it. So we'll see what happens. Other people are saying that we should just expand on anything we don't get to talk about much. And, and here's the thing. When you look at the topics that they're saying, I know what's going to happen, too. They're going, there's going to be a strong push for bringing Betty and Sherry in for one. Oh, I, absolutely. Yeah, there's, there's going to be a... Well, well, it's just, <laughs> that's true. Because we are, we are, Maybe not at the same time. I was about Maybe to say, isolate, how about know? this? That You make a good point because we are recording it. Yes. So if something happens. We just lose the tape. Right. I guess. Right. All right. Uh, to well, the hard drive. You know what I the, mean. The file. Yeah. The file disappears. <laughs> yeah. To the Much phones. like people out of our national park. Well, mm. uh-huh. well look at big missing people. I, big I, missing persons coming up this on this episode. I sent it speedy too, mm-hmm. so you can look at it. Mm. You read that email. You yeah, said there's it's a long one, and I struggle with that. Understood. We, you're just saying you say hey, committed. You just um, commit. Or just ask Bubba to nutshell it for you, like I did. Okay. In the break, but I tell you one thing: you'll tune into RBU for you. <laughs> All right, let's um, that's, let's get let's that's get bizarre. It really was. Uh, found a second guest. Let's go to uh, Monroe County. Monroe County. Stephen standing by. What's up, Stephen? Welcome to the program, buddy. Good morning. Hey. Uh, this is my take on 411, the hunted area 51 has had a spearmint gone wrong. He escaped to the woods. FBI gets there to investigate, and then they have to hide tell it out of there whenever they realize what it is because they don't want none of that. Uh, so that's under the theory of they don't want none of that. Yeah, exactly. actually, they don't what want. What was the that. theory again? We had an experiment that got out of hand at, at Area 51, 51, and he claims that when the FBI got FBI got there to confirm that's what this is, mm-hmm. they confirmed and hightailed it out of there because they don't want none of that. That's the they don't want none of that. Theory. All right, yeah. put that we down for another before. topic on the podcast. What are we really doing at Area 51? Right, and and we can give some insight to that. I think a very <laughs> small little part, just a little little bit. Part. All right, here's what I've noticed: now that the podcast has entered. We have things people will scream. That's a bank nine. <laughs> We're going to now say that's an RBU. You know, yeah. <laughs> throughout the week, mm-hmm. everybody pay attention for bank nines and RBUs. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> anonymous caller, welcome to the show. Go ahead. Uh, hello? Yes. Yes, you're on, sir. Uh, so, uh, good morning, guys. Hey. Hey, buddy. Uh, I just had two questions. I was hoping, I, I've looked, I've never been able to find it, uh, but. What's the story about how you guys actually got your start? I know you said you've been on the air for 25 years, but I've actually never heard the story really? of how you guys came together. Uh, I was curious about that, and I was, I've was i always been curious about how uh, Henry the Horse came to be. That's that's an interesting one. All right. Sir, you know what you're doing. You know those two Stand stories. by for RBU. <laughs> <laughs> and, I think that's an RBU. I hate to say it. Well, it is because our well, story. I'll cover that more in RBU. Bub and I have store have st- have really oh. talked about now. You know, I don't know how long you've been listening, sir, but we've been mm-hmm. in the beginning when the show started to pick up a little hop. Every single interview we did was so tell us how, how y'all got started. started yeah. And we have the book We Be Big that we wrote, that, and that documented it. I yeah. thought pretty well. But you know what? I think yeah. you make a good point. In RBU, we probably need to do say, hey, all right, let's yeah. talk about how we got started. Yeah, and that's then, a good topic. And then we'll get into our take on 411 and people with chips. All right. <laughs> I don't think all that'll go in one. <laughs> oh, well, this is, this is RBU. It's, <laughs> that's it's that's too long. That's uh, too long. <laughs> we, but we will do that. Uh, we continue. 
Uh, let's go to Nick and Coleman. Nick, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, doing great, doing great. Appreciate what y'all do, what y'all stand for. Thank you. Um, hey, I have a question. So yesterday on my phone, I received some breaking news, um, and it kind of oddly goes to what you just said, Area 51 and some of that, but um, looks like the Navy actually admitted that they saw some, or they have evidence of video of UFOs, and they've admitted that, but yet um, it was accidentally released or something like that, and I didn't know if y'all talked about that. Um, just kind of curious y'all's opinion. Well, Bubba has clarified many times in the program, a lot of things would fall under the category UFO. Yeah, that just means they can't readily identify it. Uh, it could be other planes, it could be other aircraft, could be civilian, could be military, could be foreign uh, governments, uh, could be you know some unexplained phenomena. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a little green from another universe. Yeah. Okay. So I think you have to be clear. It means we have something on on that we see, and we we don't know we didn't communicate with it, or right. we didn't know it was here. We don't know what it is, but that doesn't always equate from another planet. Now, a while back, a few months back the navy did release some footage of what was a ufo encounter that the pilots could not identify what they were engaging okay um again that doesn't mean alien it just means they didn't know what it was and that topic came back up like yesterday so i don't know if that that same thing has come back up again or this is another one that they have released with that i think you're right what he's talking about it's either something new Right. Or this this is resurfaced again, right? And, and many times, even in our military, uh, one branch is not fully aware of what the other one's doing, and they will, you know, run into each other in a certain situation and not know it's each other. We we know that's happened too. So I, I don't know. I, I I'm not exactly familiar with what you speak of, but I did see the footage before of the Navy pilots who were pursuing something that disappeared right. out of their range, and they could not keep up with it, and they don't know what it was. Right. Yeah, we, saw, did we that. watched that video. Right. Yeah. That may be the same thing. I'm not it sure. may have circled around again. I don't know. Abby Greg, is that what you've heard? I saw, I saw the same thing, and I thought right. this is, you know, months ago. Yeah. Like you didn't have the audio. Did, did you see it with your good eye? I did. Okay. And so I, I was there, but I'm like you, which made me, I didn't read the article because I thought it was a rehash. Right. It may have been something I, I more. I did, too. I did, too, honestly. I thought it would just circle back around. Yeah. I spy with my red eye. <laughs> <laughs> we, we go to Abby and Gadsden, Z93. Abby, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, um, I was going to say some an idea for the podcast would be kind of like y'all do stuff that for your like biggest fans or you know talk about your family, something local, something you can't really most likely discuss on the syndicated show, you know? Okay, uh, you know, again, I look over into that category, and I hear what you're saying, and it looks very empty because I'm telling you, we exhaust everything a lot of times. <laughs> Our families wish we would not tell everything right. we tell. But if I can think I of anything. there's anything more. I don't think I can make up right. anything else yeah. to tell. Yeah, trust me, if our families have done something and it's Radio Gold, oh, it's on yeah. the best yeah. CD. Yeah. Probably on iTunes right now. Yeah, we don't ask much of that. But but I heard There's one point. story I haven't told yet, and I promise the kids I wouldn't until right. I got out of school. <laughs> uh, we continue. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Tim. In Oxford, Tim, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good, You're great. Hey, I mean, I try to catch most of your shows. Sometimes I kind of drift away from you a little bit when I get away from the signal. But have y'all uh, played any of the Sheila Jackson Lee thing that's kind of going on around now, right now? Well, she's given us so many. There's a current one. Yeah, is there something new we haven't had? Yeah, this is uh, the guy. I can't recall his name uh, during all this uh, impeachment garbage. 
I guess maybe to look it up. It's uh, you talking about how she went crazy she yesterday trying, and all her allegations and stuff when yeah, she was questioning him. She keeps trying to get him to read from a screen, more or less trying to to read right. their agenda, like making him admit to what it was and answer a question. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, and he, and so he wouldn't read it. Guy, <clears throat> yep. Well, no, and and he kept telling us answer the question. You just have to get space space. Okay, up. now we got a Don. I think you said there wasn't a question. You just going on a rant. We we, we have the Donna <laughs> Brazil story today that she says she gets in trouble <clears throat> when she refuses to say that Trump is racist. No, uh, I, I think <clears throat> what he is referring to is the well, he explained uh, the, it really good. The Nadler committee, you know, the uh, what are they the uh, in the House? They're the Judi- Judiciary Committee, is that right, uh, or something? One of them. Uh, but you know, they're they're in this process of quote unquote impeaching the president although they have not they have not drafted up formal articles of impeachment which is what you have to do so it's kind of like and and again we covered this the other day we know it's dead in the senate they're not so anything they're doing right now and what a lot of people are speculating is that a lot of these these demos are afraid they're going to have a left-wing aoc come in and primary them and to try to keep that left-wing satisfied they can say well we're having hearings into the impeachment like they're doing the process when they're really not and they had one of the uh, uh, administrative people on yesterday and they were trying to to hammer him on so see sheila jackson lee might have gotten involved in that may have maybe that's what it's all right thanks sir top of the hour rick and bubba rick and bubba warning This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness, faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again, to give the people what they really want to hear, and not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show! It is seven minutes past the hour. From the broadcast plaza and teleports, a brand new hour of the Rick and Bubba Show with Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Elmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix. Ash Brown Hero takes your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG, earning his degree in common sense. Common sense now deemed a superpower. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for doing the same. How about a political update? Politicians. Those politicians. Here we go. Oh, every time the politicians go on recess, my life feels better. They continue. Everybody say. Ticking away. And I don't know what to do with myself. 
interrupted by a caller last hour. We got a couple of items we'll update. Uh, right now, the impeachment investigation. Uh, watching this is a, a load of fun. Anybody know how to pronounce the last name of Trump's former campaign manager? It's uh, Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Corey Lewandowski. Corey Lewandowski. Corey. And uh, Corey is being questioned by Sheila Jackson Lee. Yes, this is where they, uh, the Democrats have uh, a few minutes to, to ask him questions, then it goes to the Republicans, then been, it goes back to the Democrats, right. so back and forth, back, like and all forth the back and forth. And this is an attempt to find something to impeach Trump on, Correct. to Bubba's point a minute ago, so they can play to one part, but knowing that this is dead on arrival in the Senate, so this is all political positioning, and this uh, guy's been testifying for 20 hours uh well no he's done it over Total. 20 hours of testimony once you add all the different committees up and then mm-hmm. you had the Mueller report he actually came Mueller did and sat in the same seat right the democrats still didn't get what they wanted so now they continue continue <laughs> continue continue so uh he is back and there's only um, so many times you can say i don't know right you know? uh mm-hmm. democrat out of texas sheila jackson lee had the floor and Does she we, have her hat on or no hat no hat okay. uh, oh. uh she we we pick it up when she is just ripping in to uh, uh, Lewandowski on his role and how he tried to cover everything up, and you'll enjoy the encounter. He called the attorney general to ask him to unrecuse himself from the special counsel's investigation. Sessions said no. His White House counsel said there should be no contact with Sessions because of his recusal. So what does the president do? He calls you in to do what everyone else wouldn't do. He called you in to do his dirty work in secret because he knew it was wrong. Well, we will expose the truth. The president can hide behind you any longer. And you should be here to be telling the truth, because the truth will set you free and the American people. I yield back. The time of the gentlelady has expired. The witness may answer the question. I don't believe there was a question, Congressman. (laughs) Yes, there was. Could you repeat the question? I didn't hear it. I'd be happy to repeat the question. Just a rant. The gentleman is expired. The gentleman from... Did you know? There's no question here. Just a rant. That was was just a rant. And that's that's a lot of what you got. A a lot of these committee members, they just want airtime to to look like they're attacking the president so they can put it in their campaign ad back home. Because they think that it gets them, you know... Get some reelected, and, and they're back out there again. What are they? You have to have articles of impeachment brought by this committee, and that and they have not done that. But yet they say they're holding impeachment hearings. See, you, you see, they're playing oh, a yeah, word game it's, here. It's, 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 with, it, but it, it works in sound bites for your far left people back home. Well, hey, it, they're working on impeaching the president. We it, need to keep my, them in there. And my favorite is when politicians yeah. reach and grab something out of the bobble. And throw it out incorrectly. It's not even being you. And the truth will set you free. And they're like Archie Bunker. Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. And and I I wish that she would investigate what Christ was talking about and and really, really, really look at what truth he's talking about. He's talking about himself setting us free. And the truth. The truth of a situation. And the truth that we are doomed. Unless God comes up with a plan of redemption, and now the plan of redemption is here, I I am the truth of your redemption. I'm also the truth of your need of redemption, and I, the truth, will set you free. It's not about who tells the tr- no, tells the truth and no, doesn't tell the truth. It never right. has been. It's misquoted a lot. <sighs> oh my gosh! But you're, anyway, all right, you're, so, you're talking about Archie Bunker, Greg, and and his quotes. I remember one, and it's funny when you hear it in the in the way he did it, but. He used to talk about men and women were not equal, Rick. He said that women were below men. 
And the way that you knew that is that God took a rib from Adam to make a woman, and it's a cheaper cut. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what the example Greg was talking about. That's a great example. He, he would even come up with his own quote. Yeah, 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 yeah a lot, all of, figured lot out. of that out there. Uh, but anyway, so – That was Archie Bunker. Right, yeah. Oh, so really, if we think about Sheila Jackson Lee and, and, the, and, the, and Nadler running the, uh, the impeachment, whatever it is, two things happened that I'm not sure Democrats should be happy about. He referred to her as a woman, gentle woman or gentle lady. So he yeah, there, there was gender. We yep. got gender involved here again. How? And she quoted Jesus. Uh oh. I mean, uh, you, yeah, we got issues. <laughs> Democratic parties they, they're they're turning into a bunch of conservatives. <laughs> Not only quoted him, but misquoted him. <laughs> right. Even better. Right. If she didn't have the corner market on that one. <laughs> All right. So let's go to another, which I think is eye opening and, and and refreshing. I don't know that Donna Brazil and I would agree on anything. But I will give her credit for being honest when uh, there was an attempt uh, to to make her call Trump a, a racist, and uh, and she was very open about this, and and she says um, now know, she's the former head of the Democratic Party, right? right yeah, there. the chairwoman, and uh, so she's uh, she's talking to the host, and uh, and he wanted to an explanation on why so many people in the Democratic Party. This is David Webb. He asked Donna Brazile. Why do so many people in your party accuse the president of being a bigot or being a racist? And she says, you know, some, uh, she said, I don't know Donald Trump. This is her quote. I don't know his heart. But here's what I tell people. As a woman of color, I get asked this question more than I've ever been asked before. Don't miss that. I don't know Donald Trump. I don't, I know his policies. She said, and I, I want President Trump to be the president of all Americans, not just his base, not just Republicans. He's my president, and she says uh, uh, she does take issue with some of the things the president said. And she says, I, I don't like you know some of his tweets. I, I don't like his tone. Uh, and then the host says, so you don't know him. That's a fair answer. But why do so many of your colleagues uh, not feel constrained in the same way you do of saying, look, I don't know him well enough to say whether he's a racist or not. And then she says what has kind of become the headline now. Do you know, she said, do you know that I get in trouble when I don't say that President Trump is a racist, people on the left say, you know that he's a racist. I don't know his heart. But I'll tell you what I disagree with Donald Trump on. I disagree with his tone, his tenure, uh, because we're all Americans. We're all fighting for the same thing. I know that the president wants everybody's respect, but to get respect, you have to give respect. And she says, I, there's things about him I don't like, but I'm not going to call the man a racist because I don't know that he is one. Uh, I, I, I'm just sitting here saying we disagree politically, and I'm not a big fan of his personality. But uh, and I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. if you you don't have to agree with his policies, and but she says I keep being pressed by the left since I'm a woman of color to go out and say that he's a racist, and I'm just not going to do that because right. I don't know that that's true. Yep. And and I will tell you this, and we said this in the break. We are people. Everybody in this room. Uh, and uh, grew up in the deep, deep South. So by our age, we were right on the fringe, praise the Lord, right on the fringe of what real racism looked like. I saw real racism and heard it being talked about as a child all around me. And I know how racists act, and I know how racists talk, and Donald Trump is not one. Uh, if he's a racist, he's not a very good one. Now, if you want to say that he's mean and he's rude and he's egotistical and he's arrogant, 
and he he lacks it what my mama would call couth in class that's fair but a racist because even if you go to the ultimate test not what people say what they actually do he passes that test Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he doesn't. Well, you, you think of a racist in the traditional terms was set to prevent people from a certain race from achieving or having access or having ability to do something like George Wallace standing in the in the schoolhouse mm-hmm. door mm-hmm. At, at Alabama. But by his, but what he is doing is he, he's helped african-american communities by what we can judge on the statistics that have come from the government on jobs uh, historically low unemployment uh, wages historically high access to more things education than ever before um, has done more than any other president to to open the the door of the jailhouse and take people out who have been found guilty of crimes and said, you know, maybe these shouldn't be punished so harshly. We've had that reform. I, I don't, I don't see that as the traditional racist mode. Now, when we had the, was it Chancellorsville? Was that where the the incident with the people in the statue and all that, where he got kind of yep. misquoted on Charlotte, that? Mis- Charlotte, Charlottesville. Yeah. I keep calling it Ch- Charlottesville. Uh, and that's that's another thing too about how that went down. But his actions certainly don't don't equal racist. I don't think. And Donna Brazil agrees. Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty three minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big is our toll free number. And we'll get to more of your, your phone calls coming up. Uh, we do have a Year America here. These are the days of America. Walking together through the promised land. Well, uh, as uh, we try our best uh, to save the old Constitution here in the United States of America, we do want to point some good news uh, concerning religious freedom, something that we've talked about on the show a lot because it's really pretty straightforward uh, when it comes to people in private business and and their ability and their constitutional right to express their religious uh, freedom uh, as long as you know they're not um, you know it, it, and this is the inconvenient part even when we did the Civil Rights Act uh, we exempted uh, religious discrimination meaning that you can't force people to violate their religious convictions for any reason. Uh, and you're allowed to express your religious uh, freedom as long as it doesn't harm other people. And back to the, the Christian business with the wedding cake, it was hard to make a case that those people had been harmed in any way by the expression of these Christians who said we cannot do anything that condones any other standard of marriage other than what uh, you know God declares a standard of marriage. And they, those people could have just simply gone to another bakery that would and and moved on from there, but they made a big deal out of it and and tried to destroy those people's lives. And I think they eventually got a ruling, but the damage had been done so much, I don't know how they're doing now. But we have some Christian artists who are celebrating religious freedom today, uh, and they got a win in the Arizona Supreme Court. Now, uh, they, um, they, they've been on Fox & Friends. You may have seen them. Uh, this is the same story as the bakery, except this time we're talking about things like you know, sending out your invitations and, you know, getting the printed stuff you need for a wedding. 
uh, from their studio. This is Joanna Duca, is that right? And Brianna yeah. Kowski, mm-hmm. uh, Brush and Nib Studios, mm-hmm. uh, the name of their decision. Now, here's what should concern you. The ruling in their favor was only four to three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, lower court had ruled against them, uh, citing the Phoenix anti-discrimination ordinance. But, again, I have to be, I hate to be inconvenient. Uh, you cannot put inside any distri- discrimination ordinance anything that violates someone's constitutional right. Uh, and, of course, they won because the, the court ruled four to three overruling the lower court decision, that you cannot force a, a Christian business owner to condone uh, same-sex marriage if it violates their Christian convictions. You can't do it. Uh, and, uh, and so they won four to three. But they lost one in lower court and only won four to three. Now, the, I, I don't know why the wedding industry is under such attack oh, here. I can tell this. you why. Uh, I can tell you exactly the, why. Um, hmm. The – the the you know we had the baker the Colorado baker mm-hmm. that went through this that wouldn't make mm-hmm. wedding cakes for same sex marriages and they you know basically were destroyed in the process uh, just crushed with fines and all this run out of business and then eventually the Supreme Court ruled in their favor correct so the same people who defended them defended these ladies and basically what what they've said Rick said that. You know, as an artist, they don't want to have to be forced with the threat of jail time to create art that would promote messages mm-hmm. that are inconsistent mm-hmm. with their values that mm-hmm. is based on their religious beliefs. Can't. And what they're saying in that and how that plays out, they said that they would not want to do messages uh, about marriage that would violate their faith. That would include uh, promote racism. They would not want to incite violence. They would not want to exploit women or demean any member of the community, even the LGBT community. But they also don't believe uh, biblically that that is correct in marriage and don't want to have to promote it. Yeah, I, I like how they, as you said, went as far as to say, well, we, we believe on the same standard. Let's say that you were an artist uh, doing the same thing they, they do, and you are a member of the LGBT community. Right. And somebody came in, and they wanted you to print up a bunch of stuff that was trashing, uh, you know, LGBT, uh, saying, "Hey, uh, God didn't didn't make uh, two genders. God's standard is this, and y'all are wrong." And I want you to print that up for me. They should have the right to say, you know, that goes in what we goes right. in conflict with what we believe. You have to find somebody else. To Just do find somebody yep. else to do that for you. We're not going to do that because our convictions are different, and we find that offensive. Mm-hmm. But, they even pointed right? out that a Democratic speechwriter who has strong convictions and feelings for party platforms of the Democratic Party should not be forced to write speeches for Republicans who would go against their belief and their their core values and vice versa. And they're saying this is no different than that. It's interesting that – that you you asked that question about it being under attack. I, I kid you not, you know, this shouldn't surprise us, the Wednesday Bible study today is going to be talking about the first time that Jesus showed a sign of who he was. Was that a wedding? Mm-hmm. And and we're actually going to talk about that today. And and all of that is extremely significant. And uh, I mean, if you if you go back, and we'll talk about that. We'll unpack that even today in the Wednesday Bible study. The attack on marriage is is not 
Well, I want, hey, that's kind of a not random. Kind of, that's kind of a random mm-hmm. attack. Uh, and and you will see that this whole concept of marriage is much bigger than a human person married to a human person. It's uh, it has gigantic spiritual ramifications. Just like I said before, and the people involved a lot of times may not even know it. The pick of the rainbow that is not happenstance, even though they may say it was. Using the word pride, not happenstance. Even though people say, well, you know the kind of pride we're talking about, you know. You, the people you mean the kind that comes before the fall? Yeah, you're, talking about, you're talking about the original sin. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba, we're back. Eight six six, we be big. Thank you for being with us, and thank you for being part of the Rick and Bubba show. And everybody say. Uh, HelloFresh.com. Audience, you're loving it, and I don't blame you. I mean, this is this is kind of like, what did we say the other day talking about negotiations and stuff? Everybody looking for the win-win. Well, here's a win-win. A lot of you are saying, I look, drive throughs and all that, they serve a purpose, but my goodness, we got to somehow get the, the family back around the table. I want some delicious food. I want I want to prepare a good meal. Uh, I'm running crazy. I'm running this way. Kids got this, this practice, this rehearsal. I got to go that. We got that project. You know, we got to go do that over there. And all that's going on, and the family on the run can rarely get around the table. But with HelloFresh.com, they make it so simple. The number one meal kit delivery service in the business, and they send to your door step-by-step recipes, pre-measured ingredients, Everything you need. Oh, these recipes are so good to get food on the table in about thirty minutes. I'm not in that grocery store line, but we love this. Hey, these 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 meals are good Hello. too. You know, this is good too for those of us that are empty nesters. Yeah, I mean, you're sitting there going, "Hey, you want to eat? Do you want to cook something? Oh, we got to get out of this house. We still want to cook something, but I don't want to do this. How about this? It's just you and me tonight. HelloFresh.com's coming to the door. Let's get one of the recipes out. And let's make it. We'll be eating in thirty minutes. So if you would love to try this, and I think you should, you're going to love this, because HelloFresh is totally flexible. You can decide how many meals you want to get, and if something changes, you're like, well, next week I don't need as many. The week after that I need more. This week I need uh, you know, somewhere in between. That's fine. You can do all that. Uh, go to HelloFresh.com. You, you put in the promo code Bubba and the number 80. Now, you're accustomed to putting in the promo code Bubba, but add the number 80, and that's going to get you $80 savings plus free shipping at HelloFresh.com or RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, to the phones we go. Uh, let's see. Let's start uh, with um, an anonymous caller. Anonymous. Anonymous. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you doing? Hey, guys. How's it going? We're Fantastic. Great. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling with this uh, same-sex issue, you know, in the wedding business. I'm a wedding videographer in Alabama, and, you know, I, and I'm also a strong believer in not past actually times a year to do a same-sex marriage right and for me it's it's very easy to say that i'm unavailable then you know i don't make a big deal out of it i don't make a political stand and so i'm i'm wondering from you know a, a standpoint of these other businesses or these things that are going on, how mm. uh, it's underwater man Dang it. Sorry, oh that was an intriguing it question was. coming I, too i think he's going he's wondering if a lot of these people make a big deal out of it just uh, there's a ways to get out of it without drawing such attention to you. Well, or, or is he saying he's saying he's not available? Should he just be honest with him and say that it's against his belief? To, well, to, to be well I, I don't know which way he was going. We can answer both. The the thing about making a big deal out of it is 
I don't know the case of the one that just won, but I know for a fact the wedding yeah, cake people, did. the customers made a big deal they out did. of it. They, they weren't did. trying to make a deal, a big yeah. deal of it. And I would assume it may be the same way with these ladies. Yeah. Right. People, they get forced because these people run and say, well, we're going to make you yeah. do this for us. And they know they can go somewhere else. They're trying to be Greg. Sharp, sharp, mm-hmm. and they want they want to, and, and in, in fairness to them, they're trying to make a stand for what they believe, and they yeah. think that they shouldn't be denied. I understand that. And that moves the agenda forward, and, right? Yeah. And I can certainly understand that. Now, to the other point, you know, you have to think about if if, if the question went, and we couldn't tell because he became underwater man, but if, <laughs> if the if the question was should he do more than just say he's not available? Remember what Jesus said: when you're in the world, be be as wise as I'm sorry, Bubba, the, the serpent, mm-hmm. and and be as gentle as a dove. I, I think there's time and place. If people force you to draw the line, then you draw the line. If they don't, I think you treat them with kindness. You just don't get yourself involved with that. And then if the if the door opens, which it can a lot of times, probably because I think a lot of them, I, I know people in this business, they're almost trying to do a got you. So sometimes you're gonna get some follow up questions. Well, how come? You sure you're not? You sure you don't want to do that just because? Now, if you feel prompted by the Spirit, that's a time to say, "I mean, you no harm." Just like these ladies, they said, "I don't mean harm to anyone." We love. There's loving people, and we've tried to make this the world is completely. We've talked about this before, but they said it in this article. Look, me loving God and being committed to my faith does not equate me hating you. I just love God, and and I and and He's made it very clear that I don't com- compromise him for anyone, for anyone, family, friends, uh, the, the, your, your job, you don't. And, and so that's all we're doing is, see, we're answering to him on, on how we're treating him and how we treat him, if you're devout, is more important to us than how, we, how you may perceive that mm-hmm. we're treating you. And, you know, it's real easy to say, well, you're mean, you're hateful. No, they might just be committed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that's, um, that would be the way I would handle that. I wouldn't create a fire that's not there because, you know, you need to live out your life and, and if you get opportunities, you know, be sure. And I've been, I've handled this right at sometimes and I've handled it wrong at sometimes. If you'll, if you'll play it right, you'll actually get into a civil conversation, uh, where you can hopefully lay out your beliefs in a way that, uh, has that general spirit. But sometimes people back you in a corner and they force you to fight. And two, I think if if you are a believer, you have to rely on the Holy Spirit to to pick your battles. And even Jesus himself sometimes did not pick the battle until the time was right. He many times walked through the crowd and didn't didn't try to to draw the line and do that at that time because it was not time for that yet. But I think you just have to be very wise with that and not not bring on a battle that you don't have to fight today. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I don't think that means you're compromising. I oh, think no, no. it's you being no. wise. When you're compromising, and I've seen yeah. that, right. is when people of faith will say, uh, will stand there and sing these praises and talk all this about God's standard, and then a family member will come back and say, well, well, uh, I'm, I'm going to marry the same gender, and then all of a sudden they just change the whole view on God for the family member. Yeah. You know, well, no, that was a time you were supposed to make a stand. Uh, uh, or, or somebody says, if you don't condone this, you can't do that. That there are times when you are to make a stand, and to Bubba's point, I think they usually are pretty obvious. Yeah. But but when they're not, you know, you have to adhere to that too. There's time and place for everything. Uh, but once somebody asks you a direct question, or somebody says, "If you don't condone this, that," that's a different game. Uh, anonymous caller, uh, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hey y'all. Hey. Hey, I just struggle so much with this too, y'all. I'm a believer and. 
I had an uncle that struggled with homosexuality, and he begged and begged God to make him not feel this way and not believe that he was this way. And he ended up taking his own life, and I just struggle so much with, you know, the fact that I, I don't, yeah, I don't understand it. I mean, if he was born this way, why is it a sin? And I'm going to hang up and let y'all talk. Okay, I, I can take that on, you know, for obvious reasons, because uh, it's it's not like this is not a topic that I don't have some uh, personal experience with, and I've and I've tried to to talk these out, like you said. Here's the thing: first of all, and I and I'm going to be very respectful because it is very sad what happened to your loved one. First of all, let's take on I was born this way. Well, I was born a fornicator. I was born an adulterer. I was born a liar. Should I have just gone with that? See, God didn't make me that way. Sin made me that way. So, so I had to be redeemed by God because I was born to sin. So should I have just said, well, just told Sherry, look, God made me an adulterer, so I don't think you should expect me to be true to you because God just made me this way. I, I just, I'll be chasing other women and doing this kind of stuff. Or, hey, I'm not married yet, but I think I'm a fornicator. See, I think we get into thinking that homosexuality is some special struggle or some special sin. Now, some people who, who do the wrong things in the church act like it requires some special redemption. You know, like somehow their kids being out there sleeping with everybody down at college is not as bad as somebody's kid being a homosexual. It is. And I was asked that question directly on the air one day. A woman said, how would you feel before anything ever happened if your child struggled with this? I said, I'd be just as brokenhearted with my heterosexual child who's not waiting to marriage and is out being a fornicator. Any of my children or any of us sinning breaks my heart, not just some sins. Okay, so first of all, it doesn't require extra redemption, but it doesn't. it's not special and gets a pass. And I think where the mistake made is when we start asking God to take away our even struggle with sin. Well, Paul said, I asked God three times to take away this thorn in my flesh. I asked him over and over about it, and a a demon has been assigned to me to torture me over it. And he hasn't. But he hasn't because he's reminding me to be humble to keep me humble, and to be reminded that his grace is sufficient. Well, maybe this man's call was to never be intimate at all. Maybe his call was to live a life of not being married. And what he shouldn't have done is say, God, don't make this hard on me. What he should have said is, God, I love you so much, I'll never act on it. See, his his focus should have been, I love God too much to compromise him. We all got our own struggles and our own things we struggle with. And we justify him, whatever. What he should have said is not make this easy. Just say, I'm so devoted to you, it'll never happen. I told you, one of the most devout, sexually pure people I know struggles with homosexuality. And he said to me, I love Jesus so much, I'll never act on it. I hope one day I don't feel this way and I have a desire for a woman. I don't know why I struggle with this, but I do. But I do know what what God has said about it. And this is a result of fallen sin and fallen flesh. It's not the result of a creator that makes some people this way and some people that way. Mm Mm-hmm. See, all that ended with the sin. We have to be redeemed. And, and you may have a struggle I don't have, and I may have one you don't have, but there's none of them that can be justified if Scripture clearly says God calls this sin. So our attitude needs to be that, what did Jesus say? If you love me, you obey my commandments. Well, you don't love somebody you don't know. 
So the key is to seek him and to love him and to become so engrossed and devoted to him that that, that you will obey him, not because it's earning you salvation, not because it's an, a code of conduct, not because it's legalism. I love you so much, I obey you because I'm devoted to you. It's just, I mean, if, if you have a husband or a wife that you love, are, are, are you loving them because it's easy or because you're devoted to them? Right? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine telling your wife that, that hey, I'll tell you what, I love you, but now I'm going to see you on Sundays if, it, if it's not too inconvenient. I might have something I want to do. It may be raining. So if none of that happens and it's perfect, I'm going to come see you on Sunday. Not long now. If you don't go too long with this, and then maybe we'll have lunch together. But about lunch, 1 o'clock, you ain't going to hear from me again. Now, some Sunday mornings, if it's not too inconvenient, I'm going to bring you flowers. I'm going to sing love songs to you. I'm going to write a poem to you. Now, if it's not too big a hassle, don't expect me to be there every Sunday. So I'm going to come in there, but now when I leave, you're not going to see me again, and I'm going to go chasing after other women. I'm going to go chasing after other I'm going to do things I'd rather do than be with you. But then every, every Sunday, if it's not, not every some Sundays, if it's not too inconvenient, I'm going to come back and tell you how much I love you. You think they believe that crap? Why do you think Jesus does it? Why do you think Jesus buys that? So if you love me, you obey me. Disobedience is just lack of love for Christ. It's loving sin more than you love Jesus. And I didn't say it was easy, and I'm not trying to be mean about your loved one, but he kind of had the wrong mindset asking to be freed from the struggle of it. That's not what it's about. I'm just so devoted to you, the struggle's worth it. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Seven Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. brings me to my knees. More of the Rick and Bubba show. Continuing, but first, hello to our special Golden Ticket Seat members. I got a ticket. Hello to Bradley and Paige McCoy. Paige, having a birthday today. Happy birthday, Paige. Thank you for being with us today. Lydia Lynn is here. Hey, Lydia. And Lynn White, all in the golden ticket seats. They all take home a pound of BuzzBox coffee. And they also take home a Rick and Bubba double CD. If you want to join us, go to contact there at rickandbubba.com, and you can uh, go to Ticket Biscuit. You can have some free tickets. They are free. Uh, but they do need to be reserved, and then if you have another opportunity, you're in town, want to come by and look if we got some seats available. Because today, a lot of people booked tickets, but they didn't use them. Uh, you're welcome to come and join us if we can work in. Uh, Sharon out of Decatur. Sharon, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for your patience. Thank you. Go right ahead. Um, I was listening today, and, and um, I got emotional because I have a grandson who's in his mid-20s who yeah. struggles with being um, gay. It's tough. It really and is. And I, I know him well. Um, I know what his struggle's been like. Amen. And I just wanted to say that I believe in God's grace and in God's judgment. And um, I was just really hurt today by what I heard from two gentlemen that I listen to all the time so that let, I believe are good men. So, Sharon, tell me, what was but it, I, what was it that, that, that hurt you about that? What hurts me about that is that I feel like you're passing judgment. No, I'm not passing. No, and, 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 and let me just say. Okay, you go ahead and finish. And I'll say, yeah. Let me please say, if stores don't want to make a wedding cake or do invitations for gay people, then why not just put something in the window that says that, that, you know, that says that they don't believe in doing that, just like they don't believe in taking a check anymore. Well, see, if you do that, though, just like the poor couple in Oregon, 
they they weren't trying to do anything other than just say respectfully this is our beliefs but they were taken to court by the couple and these women were taken to court by the couple who said we will force you to make the cake the minute you put that sign in your window you will be attacked by the LGBT. And I'm not saying by your family member because they may not be that way, but there's a lot of people in the LGBT movement, and I've been in the crosshairs of them many times, and they are some of the most vicious, mean people. That doesn't mean everybody is. I'm just saying I know I, 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 know, I agree with you. I know I what it's like. I that to a point, but some of the things that I'm hearing this morning feel vicious to me. They feel judgmental. Well, let's talk they about judgmental. Like they don't feel like my, my Jesus and my God well, would see, be approving of. Well, That's first of all, I, I would I be... I have a God of my understanding, too. Sharon? And I don't believe that my God judges my grandson because he's gay. I think he judges him because he's a decent human being. And mm-hmm. I do not agree, and nor do most people agree, that wow. being gay is a choice. All right, Sharon. Let I me... don't believe he has a choice. Okay. I believe he wished he did right. have a choice. I don't necessarily disagree with you on that, but he has a choice on whether he condones it and justifies it or not. Let me say this: be very, very careful, because it's not about what Rick thinks about it. Uh, I don't. I'm not. I'm not anybody's judge of eternity. But when I point to God in Scripture and say I believe Scripture and I believe what God says, that's not judgment. That's devotion to the Word of God. Now, now you may believe the the Word of God isn't the in, uh, completely inherent revelation of God, including his view on marriage, which never changes from Genesis 2 to the returning of Jesus Christ, the same standards there the entire time. Grace is afforded to all of us who repent. And, and you know, when we look to the cross, when we look to the cross, we see that God goes on record for how much he loves us. And, and God loves the repentant, and he certainly loves your son, but he doesn't love your son uh, where he is and leave him there. And I know our grandson, whoever it is, but here's what you, I've heard you say that I would just caution you. And you don't ever have to listen to this show again. That's fine because I, this is, this is pretty much in stone and we certainly don't want to be mean about it, but we're not going to be passive about it either because we'll answer to God on that for the platform that he's afforded us. But what I would say is this, you keep saying your God and my God and, and my grandson's God, be very careful when you start saying, I'm going to make God what I want him to be, and he's going to adhere to my demands of what he should and shouldn't like or what he should and shouldn't judge. And and then, but see, what we're really supposed to do is repent to the authority of Christ, and then Christ and gives us full redemption and gives us full, uh, you know, the fullness of God. And then guess what happens? Then Christ makes us into something that God is more comfortable with. We don't get to make God something we're more comfortable with, and there's a lot of that out there. And I think there's a lot of searching of Scripture. I used to be this guy. I'm speaking because I was this guy. There's a lot of searching Scripture for what's allowed and ignoring what's commanded. You know, somehow we have this attitude that God needs to get his rear end in line and be more like we want him to be. And, and I would be very, very careful with that kind of what I would say is blasphemy. And, and I understand the struggle, and don't think I don't. I certainly understand the struggle. I'm not speaking to something that I don't know anything about. But at the end of it all, if you truly love somebody, then you point them to God and you point to God's standard because it is best. And redemption is available to everyone who repents, not who justifies. And that's just the Bible. That's not a Rick and Bubba statement. That's not Rick and Bubba theology. I mean, y'all shouldn't be concerned at all about what we think, but you need to listen to what we know.
because you may not know it. And uh, and I was the same way. There's, there's all I look. It's a tough topic, but you're oh, you're, you're, de- you're dead on, and you've had to deal with it. And God bless you for that. But uh, you're speaking the truth, right? And and it, the truth is not always palatable, but, but it is the truth. You know what Jesus said about following Him? You know what He said about it in Matthew seven that it's hard. Yep. Yep. Ain't nothing easy about it. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.